My goodness, what a long day it has been. I am super late, but I have, I guess, good reason for it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is that you decided to make Big Sky Sports Talk a part of your day. My family and I greatly appreciate it. You found the only podcast in the world that completely devoted to the coverage of the four major franchises of one major market, and that's Phoenix, Arizona. But we do things differently. We do it from Big Sky Country, Billings, Montana. We also uh, cover ASU football, ASU basketball, USL championship soccer with the Phoenix Rising, and the WNBA with the Phoenix Mercury, all available to you in one podcast Tuesday through Saturday. Happy, what's it, Wednesday to you? And yes, Wednesday, and happy birthday to my mother. Um, I'm not going to say her age. I, I, I should, but I'm not going to. Or maybe I shouldn't, and, and I won't. I, I, however you want to uh, word that. Um, but happy birthday to my mother. After this, um, I'm going to have a afternoon with her um, and hang out, do whatever she wants to do until I have to go to work. No Ubering today, unless you count late last night and slash early this morning. And the reason for me being so late and then, of course, being exhausted Um I watched uh, five minutes of the Suns game before um, work, and, uh, well, a little bit more than five minutes. I almost finished. I think there was like three or four minutes remaining, so I watched a little bit more than that um, before I went to work. And then after work, did some Ubering and got a lot of business. Um and uh, I, I had some some stories. I've 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 mentioned this before, but delivered to some of the same people again. Um, picked up a couple of the same people. I, I, I my days are all running together. There's one lady I picked up, and I took her to work like either yesterday or the day before, or whatever. Neither one of us could remember. And then I took her home last night. Um, and then there was, uh, um, an, another lady that I had, uh, taken somewhere, um, you know, a couple of days earlier and didn't take her home. Don't know why, but that's, that was up to her, uh, took her to Winco. Um, and, uh, it is for th- those of you in, in the South. It is similar to Win Dixie. Obviously, has a similar name. Um, they have some good prices on meats and stuff like that, like Win Dixie does. At least I, I think Winco does. I like shopping there, and that's where I took her. I thought I had. Oh, and here's this one. This was earlier in the day. This is my my funny story of the day. I um, got a um, two back to back pickups for red robin yum had to do it sorry had to do it um and uh the first one um was to be dropped off downtown and uh i had a hard time finding it and uh it it, uh, had a address and a suite number um so I was looking for the suite number, found the address, looking for the suite number, didn't all click. 
the building I was supposed to get in, I saw that had a will return sign on it, like, a, you know, will return at 2 p.m. or whatever. Don't know what it actually said. And um, so then I pull into a, um, a alleyway and uh, kind of parked there and I got out and walked around and then I, there was a car, uh, you know, I thought was trying to come out or whatever. So I backed out and then I just kind of, uh, pulled facing traffic. This is kind of key facing uh, oncoming traffic. Um, but I, I mean, there was none, it was super quiet. Um, but I, I wasn't going at them. I mean, was technically, but I pulled into a, um, parallel kind of parking spot and I didn't pull all the way to the curb because I was, you know, I'm like, uh, she, she being the, uh, uber eater i guess <laughs> um told me hey just go in the building you know whatever and i'm on the third floor and i'm like oh, okay so um i thought that it would be quick it did not it was not quick i come down and you know i'm like sticking out and not all the way into traffic you know, i mean they can clearly go around me and it wasn't all that busy and i thought i was going to be quick and a traffic person traffic officer writing me a, a parking ticket but once I explained what I was doing I complied with them she said okay not a you know not a problem don't you can't do this like it, it, it can't happen I'll let you off right now um and you know it helps being compliant I kind of felt like that she was going to but I would have dealt with it if she didn't um but a uh, something that I know from living in Mobile is, um, and this is prime time right now, very applicable to those that are listening in Mobile. It's Mardi Gras. And one thing about Mardi Gras is there are special spots where you cannot park um, to two hours before and after a parade, I, I do believe is what it is. Um, I was with my my friends Matt and Tamara, and we thought we were beyond that point, but apparently not. We get out, and the officer writing tickets to several cars around us said, uh, that your guy's vehicle? We're like, yeah, um, we can't park here. And he's like, nope. I'll be giving you a ticket unless you move it. <laughs> and so we moved it and, and we thanked him. He said, no, I mean, I'm, I'm saving me time. <laughs> um, I mean, you're welcome, but I'm saving me time. This is a pain in the butt. Every ticket has to be handwritten. I'd rather not write these. And I have to wait for the tow truck to move all these cars. Um, so, uh, you know, I, not quite the same story, but I guarantee that some of the rules apply um, to my story. Um, now, the lady much rather just rip the ticket up and not take her time because, I mean, I, I was rather quick. I, I told her what I was doing, that there was some miscommunication, and she let me go. So I almost got a traffic uh, parking ticket, but um, I did not. So thank you, um, Mrs. Uh, traffic Officer. I didn't get your name, so I appreciate it, um, and I'm sure I saved you some headache by complying and then getting the heck out of there in a hurry. So, um, 
yeah, that that's kind of my thing. And then last night, early this morning, it was just rolling. And, and as much as I wanted to get back, finish the rest of the Suns game, I did not. It was like 2.30 by the time I got back in, watched um, the rest of the first quarter, the second quarter, and about five minutes of the third. I fell asleep somewhere in there, woke up this morning at 7 a.m. Mountain Time, finished the uh, – the game, the third and the fourth, and then started doing some show prep. Heard some stirring around. Told my mother happy birthday, and so well, it's eleven twenty-two. I gotta hurry up so I can take her to lunch here soon. Um, and uh, and uh, the podcast is not done yet. Um, but anyway, so that that's kind of my thing. Um, but anyway. Um, the two minute warning is up next on Big Sky Sports Talk. It's the two minute warning. This is the beautiful part of the podcast where you give me two minutes and I give you everything that happened yesterday and last night. We start things off in downtown Los Angeles. LeBron James needed 36 to break Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. He got 38. Unfortunately, it came in a three-point loss, 133-130 to Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm not going to go deep into the game because, well, no one else is. Finally, we take things to downtown Brooklyn, New York. The Phoenix Suns notched their third straight win, sweeping the Brooklyn Nets 116-112. to Nick Claxton had a double-double with 17 points, 13 rebounds in 33 minutes. However, for Brooklyn, it was all about Cam Thomas. He had 43 points in 39 minutes. This is now his third straight game with 40 or more points. He is the second youngest player to have back-to-back games with 40 or more points. The youngest, well, LeBron James. For Phoenix, DeAndre Ayton had another huge double-double with 35 points, 15 rebounds in 35 minutes. Devin Booker made his return with 19 points in 26 minutes. The Twins, Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson, also had double figures with 21 points for Bridges and 14 points for Johnson. The Suns dominated the boards 48-36. It was 16-5 in favor of the Suns offensively. It was a game that had 12 ties and 13 lead changes by my count. The Suns will be in Atlanta tomorrow night. That is your two-minute warning. We talk all things LeBron and his new record on Big Sky Sports Talk. Four seconds separating shot clock and game clock. Westbrook looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot at history.
And a brace from his mother. Gloria. His daughter Zuri coming in. Oh, the boys, Bryce and Bronny. Savannah, his wife. What a moment. What was once thought is an unbreakable record has just been broken by 38-year-old LeBron James. On a step back against very good defense here by Kenridge Williams. Made him earn it. Presentation coming. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. At this time, join us in honoring LeBron James. Turn your attention now to the video board as we begin our special presentation. Well, simply put, Dan, LeBron James is the best high school basketball player I have ever seen. I mean, they say I'm the best player in the country, and I wanted to keep it that way. Sure. In the 2003 NBA Draft, the Cleveland Cavaliers select LeBron James. Probably the most anticipated debut of any first-year athlete in any sport. James first shot is good. The other way, there's your first James James. LeBron James, youngest player to 10,000 points. never be broken. LeBron, you are the NBA's all-time scoring leader. Congratulations.
the all-time leading scorer. You have witnessed it. LeBron James. Uh, I just want to say um, you know, thank you to the Laker faithful. Um, you guys are one of a kind. Um, to be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Um, please give a standing ovation to the, to the captain, please. Um, to my beautiful wife, my daughter, my two boys, my friends, my boys, my family, my mother, all my, man, everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years. I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. All y'all help, all y'all passion, all y'all sacrifices helped me get to this point. And to the NBA, to Adam Silver, to the late, great David Stern, I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I would never, ever in a million years uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight. So, fuck, man. Thank you guys. Oh, what a moment. February 7, 2023, the kid from Akron, Stan, has made NBA history in downtown Los Angeles. Just a phenomenal achievement. And, and to put it in perspective of how great his career has been, there's only seven NBA players now within 10,000 points of LeBron James, one of them being our own Shaquille O'Neal. Passing of the torch from 1984 to 2023, from one Laker to another, Kareem to LeBron, from Wilt to Kareem to LeBron in those Laker uniforms. LeBron James, the NBA's all-time scoring record holder. Needed 36, needed only 26 minutes to get to 36. The embrace, Magic Johnson. And now we got a game to play. What's amazing to me, and we'll see how he responds, all of this emotion, everybody here for him coming out of the crowd. How does he play this fourth quarter now in a game the Lakers need to win? There you go. Belongs to Le LeBron James at the top of the list. 38-388. And plenty more to come. Well, that's what's crazy, right? This guy's going to end up with well over 40,000 points in his career. You never say never. And certainly people didn't expect Kareem's record to ever be broken. But this one's going to be awfully tough for somebody to get. It's an extraordinary run for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. My goodness, how do you even get back to the game on that? I'm, you know, I'm surprised but not surprised that they even 
you know, stop the game. Normally they kind of do, you know, a, a bow and, and whatever and, and then just keep on going. But a record such as this, I guess, deserves to be uh, to be stopped. And uh, it, it deserves my attention as I'm not a LeBron fan. I respect LeBron, but I'm not a fan of LeBron. Um, like I'm, I'm not a fan of Tom Brady, but I respect Tom Brady and the greatness that I see and actually had some, some small tears. I'm not going to lie streaming down my face. When I, when I watched that, I was not able to catch it last night. I was, I was working. I did not have it recorded, so I didn't watch it. It stinks that, as I said, in the two minute warning that it comes at a three point loss. Um, but, uh, and I'm sure LeBron and we'll have some more on it. Maybe he'll say it. I don't know. I don't always listen to these beforehand, but um, maybe he'll mention in his press conference that uh, you know he'd rather get he 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 wished that he would got the win. You know, it would have made it that more sweeter. But he is probably thankful and of course humbled to um, reach this. Um, so much so much debate on um, LeBron being the goat. I, I mean. Can you call him that? I mean, sure. Um, I don't know if I will because everybody looks at it differently, whether it's it's something, a stat like this, an all-time scoring leader. Is it rings? If it's rings, then you go Bill Russell. If it's something like this, maybe you go LeBron. It, um, if it, it, you know, you it's hard to compare these these eras because they're so different. I mean, Kareem was in the Smash Mouth basketball where they played just about every night. Um, they didn't have back to backs. They had back to back to back to backs. You know, I mean, um, no, you know, no minutes restrictions like there is now. Um, you know, they, they, they didn't fly some, you know, in the early, early years, they didn't fly in, 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 you know, luxurious planes and they, they had to, and some of them bust places. So, you know, your back-to-backs were worse than even flying into somewhere. Um, and it, it was more physical, um, than it is now. Um, two point dominant. I mean, Kareem had one three-pointer his whole career LeBron's had several um so it it just kind of really puts things in in perspective you know how you do this Uh, LeBron's longevity certainly helps um him get this record for sure um you know he's he's leading in 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 playoff points I do believe as well and fourth in assists so he he has you know we'll give him his flowers for certain give him his flowers and, and I'm not going to take anything away from him. I am kind of upset that he did it with the Lakers, but it kind of seems like any, anybody he would have done, uh, done it with it. It, it would have kind of been bittersweet, but even more so with the Lakers, since I cannot stand the Lakers. Um, I got uh, a couple more things, but you know, I just wanted to kind of give him his flowers and, and speak my mind on this. I'm not going to get into the goat, talk but there there are certainly a lot of people um that um that will um and uh well let's uh huh there's so much so many ways you can go about this so i'm trying to do this um in in order let's see what i want to do what i want to do um 
let's go. Let, let's hear from um, Cream himself. Um, you know, breaking this this record, and then the, then we'll kind of wrap things up with with all all of it being on LeBron. So here is uh, and and this is all um, courtesy of uh, NBA on on TNT. Every every bit of sound. Um, and then the last one uh, that I'll play is his press conference in, and sound credits go to uh, NBA.com and they're, they're specifically their YouTube page. But uh, anyway, um, here is um, TNT kind of interviewing Kareem on this record, Breaking Night. keep in perspective it's not just the man that now holds the title but the incredible legacy of the man who he just yes. passed a true titan of this game truly one of the greatest basketball players of all time who owned this record for nearly 39 years kareem abdul jabbar joins us now on we tnt tuesday night we just we for Kat. hey what's we up just, what y'all doing man we are honoring your legacy and what an incredible legacy it was uh you are a man you are very well read and I want to do a quote from Aristotle, which is, we are what we repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence is an act, not a habit. Uh, <laughs> not good. an act, but a habit. Yeah. And I, I'm, you and LeBron, your ability to go for so long, to endure, but to also succeed. What did you see in the young man this evening in his whole career? Well, uh, LeBron's career is one of uh, someone who planned to dominate this game. He got out of high school. He had the size and the talent to uh, step right into the NBA, and he immediately started to uh, have his effect. And, uh, you know, it's, it's gone for uh, almost 20 years now. So I think that, uh, you know, you've got to give him credit for just the way that he planned to last and to dominate. And he led his team to, uh, you know, he led teams to three world championships and it wasn't they didn't get there because of someone else and lebron tagged along lebron led led them you know he has that uh, indefinable essence that they call leadership you know he gets out there on the court and tries to get things done guys want to get behind him and see that that happens because uh, they have that much respect for him and his talent salam alaikum brother Walaikum salam. Is that and, my name? Yes, of course it is. My in 19, you know, in 1984, when I really started concentrating on basketball, I think that was the year you broke the record. And for 84, yeah, high was. school and yeah. college, uh, and, and my whole professional career, that number has withstood, withstood the test of time. In your mind, did you ever think that record would be broken? Because I never thought it would be broken. I thought it, it had uh, every chance of being broken, uh, just had, had to have somebody that uh, the uh, offense focused on uh, continually, you know, game in, game out, the, the offense focused on them and uh, enable him or a player like myself to uh, accumulate a whole lot of uh, scoring. Uh, take Kobe, for instance, someone that you played with, you know. Kareem, you played until you were 42 years old. Yes. And um, that is incredible when you think about the longevity aspect and element that goes into breaking this record. 
So what advice would you give to LeBron <laughs> in extending this? You scored almost 7,000 more points after breaking the records. What advice would you give to LeBron in extending his career and continuing to, to add to this legacy? Well, you know, I think you should talk to LeBron about that, about, you know, how he feels about trying to extend his career. Uh, I, I, from what I understand, he has another year with the Lakers. Uh, so, you know, he's going to extend this, uh, this record even further and uh, be interesting to see how far it goes. Kareem, this is Jamal. Just want to say uh, you're one of one. We all appreciate you and thank you for everything you brought on and off the court. Thank you. Because at a time <laughs> that you were standing up for all of us, you know, it wasn't popular, but you did it. Do you see any similarities to how LeBron is using his voice uh, off the court as well to make good happen in the community and around the world? Oh, yeah. L listen, what LeBron has done off the court is more important than what he's done on the court. He's sent kids to school. He's provided uh, just leadership and an example of how to live. Uh, I was very impressed uh, with his family, um, his mom. I met her uh, a couple of years ago when they were having playoff games in uh, Cleveland. And uh, LeBron came out and introduced me to his mom. So, you know, he, he really uh, has the right values, you know, family and uh, hard work, and uh, all those things uh, lead to success. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, thank you for everything you've done to the game, for everything you've done off the court, and for allowing you to, to pass along this torch with so much grace tonight. You are truly a legend, and we, we honor you. Thank you thank very you. much, sir. And I want to hey, tell Shaq, I asked you specifically this evening because you felt that I was uh, shaming you or, or ignoring you, and that would never be the case. And uh, you showed him what, what, what you were all about, the way you crushed all the centers in the league for a couple of years there. So uh, I'm on your side, Shaq. Don't ever let anybody tell you anything different. And listen, you not speaking to me was the best thing to happen in my career because all I wanted to do was impress you, sir. So I will talk to you soon, inshallah, and I love you very much. And I will never, ever have beef with the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You ain't got to worry about that. That's back at you. I love you, too. And All right, brother. I want you guys to keep on impressing the whole world with our game. It's a, yes. it's a wonderful game. Right. Yep. I'll talk to you soon, Cap. Thank okay. you, Captain. Be All right, well. Cap. Yeah. Take care. That was... I wasn't expecting that at the end. That well, was like, pretty special. So, I'm not a sensitive guy. But he would never look at me, would never talk to me. So I thought he didn't like me. But I'm the type, I don't get sensitive. I'm like, okay, you're not going to talk to me, watch this. So it just, and then, you know, my mother and father would say, when people criticize you, see if there's some truth in the criticism. Shaq's one of the greatest Lakers ever. And then Kareem said, well, if he's so uh, great, how come they keep getting swept in the playoffs? You can't respond to that. Mm, motivation. Not from Cap. You know what I'm saying? John Conkhead can't say that. <laughs> Nobody else. So, so like, it, you're right. It, so, like, I use it as, as motivation. And then about four years ago, he pulled me to the side and said, man, you read an article where you said, I, I don't like you. That's not true. I love you. And, like, he gave me a big hug. But, mm. and ever since then, we've been very close. But I'm uh, uh, happy for LeBron. I'm happy for the Lakers organization. And I never thought that record would be broken. Mm. Never thought it was going to be broken. But now, 
It definitely ain't going to be broken shot. Candace talking about he's trying to play another five years, man. It ain't, it ain't going nowhere. That Thanks. thing going to be at about 48,000 points, ain't it? Unbelievable. <laughs> LeBron <laughs> is just the eighth player in the history of the NBA to be the all-time scoring leader. The question now, how far will he take it? James Harden weighing in. One of one. Congrats, bro. Chef Curry, congrats, King James. Legendary, legendary stuff right there with the amount of points. And Swish, 41. Unbelievable. Congrats. That's dirt, right? That's John Conkat getting straight. That's dirt. Man. Congratulations, the new all-time scoring king. Congrats, Bron. LeBron James with well wishes from everybody, including his family. Iconic. So that was clearly after the broadcast, um, but I wanted to do Kareem first because obviously the, everything else I'm going to do is all LeBron. I wanted to hear a little bit from Kareem, and 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 also it kind of made sense to me as in the presentation him handing a the torch, in this case a ball off to LeBron for breaking his record. I wanted to basically use Kareem and what he had to say and, and beautiful words that he said, um, handing it off to LeBron. So it's going to sound a little bit backwards, and that's because it is. So um, just like he metaphorically did, we're going to metaphorically hand it off to LeBron, but of course, like I said, in reverse order. Let's hear from LeBron after the game with the guys. Welcome inside as history has been made here in Studio J. We are honoring the King. NBO and TNT Tuesday postgame show presented by Kia. There was a new all-time scoring leader in the NBA after 38 years of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar holding the crown. And we are joined by the King right on that court at Crypto.com Arena. Shaq, Candace, Jamal Crawford, and Lefko here. LeBron James, congratulations. You are officially the all-time scoring leader. I have a quote for you, my friend. Throw me to the wolves and I will return leading the pack. You are now leading the pack. How is the view? Um, it's so uh, surreal um, because it's something I never, you know, made a goal of mine or set out to do. It's uh, just happened. Um, Longevity, me being able to be on the floor uh, for three multiple franchises, going and trying to be the greatest I could be every single night, and um, having great teammates and coaches that allow me to be me. So um, I don't know if it's hit me. It hit me a little bit on the floor when my family got on the floor after it happened, and I've seen all my friends and family, but uh, it hasn't quite soaked in just yet. LeBron Shaq here. Uh, first of all, congratulations. I can remember coming to see you play when you were in high school, 18 yeah. years old. And, you know, I, I know what type of person you are, I know what type of player you are, but are you saying to yourself, now that I have the record, I know I can play at least two or three more years, I'm going oh, to try to push sure. this record so oh, far yeah, ahead yeah. that yeah, nobody's yeah, going to uh, break it? Uh, Is that I mean, your mindset sure. now? No, no, big fella, for sure. I know I can play a couple more years, you know. Um, you know, the way I'm feeling, the way my body's been uh, reacting to me throughout this course of the season, you know, I know I can play a couple more years. It's just, it's all about my mind, you know. If my mind is still into it, if I'm still motivated to go out and try to compete for championships because 
I feel like that's what I can still uh, do for for any group of guys, for any franchise. I can go out there and still help win multiple championships or win a championship. So that's my mindset. But it's all about the mind. If my mind is sharp and I feel motivated to go out and prepare myself every single day, then you're not going to continue to play this game. Bron, first, congratulations. Um, it's Candace. Uh, we saw you rocking the all black today. We saw you come in uh, wearing the headband. So we knew tonight you were going for it. <laughs> at what point in your career, because you said this wasn't a goal of yours, at what point in your career did you see the record and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. I think um, I can get it. Um, hey, Candace, first of all, uh, congrats, too, on, on the move to Vegas. Uh, that's super dope. Um, but for, for me, um, I, I never said I'm a go for it. I think once I saw the number get closer and closer and I just, you know, been available on the floor and I've been able to still be productive over the last couple of years, I was like, wow, oh, I'm 2,000 points away or I'm 3,000 points away or I'm 4,000 points away and I, and I feel great. Um, I said, okay, well, it, it, it's possible. You know, um, you know, when I read about the history of the game, I never thought that this record would ever be touched, you know, uh, especially the way uh, Kareem uh, played the game and how long he played the game. Just didn't think nobody would have that type of longevity um, to, to come out on the floor and play at that level for so long. So um, it's just a complete honor to be a part of this league, be a part of some of the greats that ever played this game, and for me to be uh, right there at the, um, you know, at the apex with them. Brian, what's up? It's Jamal, man. Just want to say congratulations. First off, man, knowing you from 16 years old and and seeing this journey, and not just tonight, but seeing everything you've done, and you've always inspired all of us. You've always kept going. You've always been driven. Even to this point, are you a little surprised? Like, man, do you ever just take a second and say, my work has spoke for itself, and this is what I do, but, man, look where I'm at at this point in time right now. Are you still surprising yourself at some no, different times? Man, absolutely. Um, you know, my wife and my boys asked me, you know, do I ever surprise myself on the floor still at this point in my career? And, and, and I thought about it. I was like, yeah, sometimes. You know, the, to be able to play at this level, you know, 20 years in and the, and the minutes I've played, the games I've played, either through the regular season or through the postseason, you know, to still be at the apex of my game, um, it, it's, a, it's a pretty surreal feeling. So, you know, hopefully I could continue it. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm just it's just been a pleasure to, to be in this league for, for 20 years. And however long I, you know, able to go, whatever the case may be, I, I've had a hell of a ride. LeBron, last question. <clears throat> I said at the beginning of the show, I wish uh, that I would have had this moment, the chance to pass up Kareem. You now pass up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I know what my attitude would have been. Does this now make you the greatest player of all time? Are you now the GOAT? <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm gonna let everybody else, uh, you know, decide who that is or just talk about it. But it's great. It's great barbershop ca- uh, talk. You know, oh for no, me, I, I want to hear you say listen, it, big Bron, fella. Bron. Listen, big fella. I, I, I want to hear you say it, Bron. Bron. Me personally, say it, Bron. I, I, me personally, say it with you know, your I'm chest, always, Bron. I'm gonna take myself. I'm gonna take myself <laughs> against anybody that's ever played this game. Um, you know, but everyone's gonna have their favorite. Everyone's gonna, you know, decide who they who, who their favorite is. But um, I know what I've brought to the table. I know what I bring to the table every single night, and, and what I can what I can do out on this floor. So, um, you know, I always feel like I'm the best to ever play this game. But, you know, there's so many other great ones, and I'm happy to just be a part of their, uh, part of their journey. Well, LeBron James, there has never been a basketball player to score more points than you. Congratulations. I appreciate Bron, you guys. Ron, what wine are you drinking tonight? I know oh, you're drinking yeah, oh, yeah, some yeah, good yeah, vino. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're drinking some good vino tonight, and we're going to have a little <laughs> Lobos on tap, too. So, uh, yeah, we, we it's going up tonight for sure. Congrats, man. Congrats. I right, love y'all. Y'all, y'all be good Congrats. now. All right, big fella. Love you, baby. All right. You pushed him and you got what you wanted. Yeah.
You have been asking us for the last few oh, I weeks would have been, here. I would have been real arrogant with it. What would you have done, Shaq? I'm the greatest of all time. I don't want to hear nobody else's name, ever, mm. again. Mm. This That's is good. the view right now at center court. A lot of superstars there. LeBron James's, he needed 36. This is his 198th time scoring 36 or more. Uh, you asked about Kareem kind of pulling away. Kareem played five more seasons after he broke Wilt's record, adding nearly 7,000 points. LeBron already closing in on 40,000. We'll see what plateau he can reach. I mean, he's averaging th over 30 for the second consecutive season. I, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. Well, I don't see it slowing down in just the way that he takes care of his body. You see why he's been able to play 20 years, and that's why you don't question, shoot, if he could play, you know, five to seven more years at a high level in this league. And, and to five me, years? He's 38. You don't yeah. think he could play until well, he's 43? I'm, I'm I'm, Kareem played until he was 42. When you said five years, I'm thinking another, what, 6,000 points? At least. <laughs> wow. I mean, like Kareem added 7,000, right? Yeah. Right around there, yeah. He's yeah. playing with his mind first, though. Like, if you watch him play, he's always playing chess before he even puts his body into the game. His mind's there first. And when you're doing that, when you're playing chess and everybody's playing checkers, you're always a step ahead. You can continue to, to just push the number out. Yeah. Jamal Crawford hit the nail on the head, and when when you're someone like LeBron at this age, it's less about the athleticism and the physical, and more about you know you just know what's going on in the game, what the situation is calling for. You've played so long, you 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 just know how to do it. Absolutely. Um, two more things. I got like I said, I was going to have a lot on Le LeBron. It was a very unexpected uh, for me to do this, but I, the more I thought about it this morning after I was waking up, I'm like, you know, I got to do it. Got, I mean, um, and for for my friends and clo my close friends and close family, or my family and my friends that are really close to me, rather, they know this sucks for me to do this. Uh, I'm not hiding it at all, but, um, you know, I, I guess I'm glad to do it. Like I said, it had a tear down my face. Um, and then so moving on, we, we move from the court uh, past the locker room to the podium. How does it hit you to sit atop that scoring map? Um, I don't think it has. I don't think it has hit me. Um, you know, I had a moment, you know, obviously when it happened and, and embracing that moment and seeing my family and my friends and, you know, uh, people that has been, you know, around me since I started this journey, um, even before the NBA. So, you know, I definitely had a moment right there, very emotional, just to, you know, knowing just, you know, me be from a, a kid from a small town in Ohio and, and uh, you know, um, you know, I had a moment there, but I don't think it's really hit me on what, what just transpired. Um, um, as much as I tried to live in the moment, it was kind of a blur, um, you know, but, you know, looking back there and seeing my, seeing my guys back there and being, you know, out there on the floor with my kids and my wife and my mom, you know, um, you know, and it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a really cool feeling. Dan. LeBron, specifically, um, what was it like to share this moment with your sons, um, Two basketball players, uh, talked to him at halftime, saw him obviously on the court in the locker room. What was it like for you to, to, to be their dad tonight? Um, 
you know, it ain't even about basketball with me when it comes to being a father. It's about sending, sending an example, being a role model every day. You know, um, you know, it's a 24-hour, uh, seven-day-a-week a thing. You know, and uh, you know, basketball has uh, given me a lot. Um, has taken me all over the world. Has inspired a lot of people. But you know, for me, um, you know, being a father is something even, you know, way more. Uh, dynamic, way more driven um, than than the game. So, you know, I try to set an example, you know, by how I treat their mother on a day-to-day basis, how I treat their grandmothers, you know, how I treat their little sister, um, you know, how I treat others uh, with kind and, and uh, with patience and things of that nature. And hopefully, I can just you know instill life skills on them, so when they walk out, you know, in the real world, you know, um, they'll be able to handle themselves like like men, uh, which they've been able to do thus far in their early stages of their life. So, um, you know, basketball is just extra credit. LeBron, there was a ton of anticipation leading into tonight, and we get late in the third quarter. You're shooting it well, 34 points already, and it's the, the moments upon us. Uh, you take us into, it, it was one shot. You made the one shot um, to break the record. Uh, was that a spot you were looking for? Did the, did the play unfold before your eyes? What was the feeling? No, it wasn't. I mean, it's, I just played the game as it's supposed to be played tonight, as I've always done. Didn't press myself. Um, didn't, you know, overexude too much energy. Um, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, the record, um, I felt pretty good. Um, I felt in a good rhythm. Um, and once I get in a good rhythm, then I feel like I make any shot on the floor. You know, to to break the record, um, I was able to get to a, a really good spot on the floor where I'm very comfortable with, and get to one of my patented fadeaway shots. You know, and uh, I know a lot of people wanted me to go to the sky hook to break the record, or or one of my signature dunks, uh, but my fadeaway was a signature play as well, and uh, I was able to get it, and, and um, it touched nothing but the bottom of the net, and that was uh, that was pretty cool. LeBron, um, Kareem has been the steward of this record for almost 40 years. Um, when he broke it, uh, Wilt Chamberlain did not attend. Um, what did it mean to you to have Kareem here tonight, watching the game, but also uh, coming up and, and sort of having that ceremonial moment of, of handing off that the record to you? I just think it's great for the game of basketball. You know, it's um, be talked about for years and years and years. You know, I'm a historian of the game, so I know what, you know, guys like Kareem and Wilt and MJ and Magic and Bird, and, you know, Oscar Robinson, Elgin Baylor, the rest, you know. I can be up here all night talking about so many greats and legends. You know, for me, um, personally, um, you know, it's just an honor to be just named with the greats. Um, being in a conversation with the greats that played this game before me, that's some of the greats that's playing right now. Um, and then there's going to be some greats that play, um, you know, when I'm done playing the game. You know, so it's just always just a um, surreal feeling. Me and my boys, my guys, uh, we talk about it all the time, you know, about how we used to watch these guys and how we used to compare these guys or we used to think we were those guys when we would play, you know, AAU or just playing around in the backyard or whatever the case may be. And now we actually, you know, up here with them, you know, and uh, my name is being compared to them or whatever the case may be. So it's just a real surreal feeling for sure. LeBron, everyone talks about who the GOAT is. How would you describe the GOAT, and where would you put yourself in that conversation? Um, 
I don't know, man. You know, for me, um, you know, I think it's great barbershop talk. It's, um, it's going to happen uh, forever and ever. Um, you know, if I was um, the GM or, or whatever the case may be of a, of a franchise that was starting up and I had the number one pick, I'd take me. But that's just me because I believe in myself. I know what I bring to the table. Um, you know, a guy that has been able to um, transform his game over the course of 20 years to be able to play any position in this league and excel at any position. You know, I can play one through five. Um, you know, I've led the league in assists. Um, you know, I've been able to do whatever this, this game um, has wanted me to do and also just transform my game as well when the game – when I first got into the league, it was very slow. I remember we had I mean, a playoff game with Detroit. We was in the 70s, you know, finals games when we was in the 70s with San Antonio in the 80s. You know, to now you see teams score 150 and you have to be able to keep up, you know, and more threes and things of that nature. So, um, you know, um, you know, just being able to stay, um, you know, with the curve and, and, uh, and changing my game if I needed to or just improve my game. But. That don't take away from nobody else. I mean, so many great players has played this game and has, you know, has a last long legacies in, in this in this in this game. Uh, this NBA is a beautiful thing, and it's been some some beautiful players to play it. But I would I can't take nobody over me. LeBron, you have championships, MVPs, Finals MVPs, and, and countless other accolades. Where does this achievement rank for you uh, among all your basketball accolades? I don't know. Um, the championships sit at the top um, because I'm a team first guy when it comes to understanding that you can't be great in this league without great teammates, great coaches um, that prepare yourself um, every single day to be great. So um, you know, the championships will always sit at the top for me because that's just where I come from. I come from playing championship basketball since the first day I ever played um, organized basketball when I was eight years old. So that would always sit at the top. Um, I didn't set this. This was not a goal for me. That's why it's probably so surreal and, and, and so just like weird to me because I never, ever talked about being an all-time score in NBA history. I've, it's never even been a thought of mine until I just, I guess I start seeing my my numbers get closer and closer. I was like, oh, wow, this is, this is kind of crazy. This is like, it's weird, but it's, I can, I guess I can do it because I'm going to be playing and I know I'm still playing at a high level, so it's, it can, it can happen. Um, but I, I don't know where it sits. Um, I've been able to do some incredible things in this league and hopefully I can do some more incredible things before I'm done. Um, LeBron, right here. I'm going to squeeze two in, sorry. But one is you gave a long hug to the walkers as you were leaving the court. And, um, you know, you've got a lot of people here tonight that have known you forever. Uh, what does it mean to you to have those people here? And then the second one is just um, you, you had tears in your eyes when, when this, you know, when the celebration was happening. Like, did the emotion surprise you? emotion that you felt surprised you at all? Um, to answer your first question, I wouldn't be who I am today without the support of everyone that I got in town for this. Uh, I wouldn't want it no other way. And, you know, Pam and, and Big Frankie are, are, are a huge part of why I can sit up here today and talk about this. Um, they took me into their household along with their three other kids. 
um, you know, at the time and, and made me feel like I was one of their own. Um, you know, uh, Big Frankie introduced me to the game of basketball. Um, he was the first person to, to, to show me how to make a left-hand layup. And now I love going left. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm, I, feel even, I feel like I'm a left-hand dominant player because of Big Frankie. He told me you're not, you will never be a good, as good as you can be if you can't use both hands. So, um, and he told me you also will never be as good as you can be if you don't um, get others involved. Um, so he just taught me the game from a, from a, from a young age. And uh, I've taken those skills, um, not only from the basketball side, but also the accountability inside of the household. I'm doing chores every Saturday morning. Uh, my little brother's back there. He, he hated him. Um, we hated him. I mean, we hated doing chores Saturday morning. But uh, he was building young men. And, um, and it don't stop there, you know. You know, so many different people along the way. Coach Drew Joyce um, is a big part of it as well, um, you know. Um, little Drew is back there, and, you know, so just to have people in the, in, in the crowd today um, that has been along this journey with me from day one, it, it is, uh, like I said, I wouldn't want it no other way. LeBron, I can only imagine still trying to process all of this, but when you are maybe thinking about, I don't know if it's a, a future grandkid or a child who is looking up to you and what you've accomplished, the, the story or the moment of tonight, what is that one thing that is sticking out to you the most? Um, I don't know, Malika. I mean, that's a great question. I just think the, um, you know, I'm, I love the, the, I write the man in the arena on my shoe every single night from Theodore Roosevelt. And um, tonight I actually felt like I was like sitting on top of the arena tonight uh, when that shot went in and, and the, the roar from the, from the crowd. Um, I, I'm not sure if I would be able to feel that feeling again unless it's like a game-winning finals shot. Um, but it, it won't be a stop and play. It's just, you know, everything just stopped. And, you know, and it gave me an opportunity just to kind of, like, embrace it and look around and seeing my family and seeing the fans and seeing my friends. And it was, uh, it was, it was pretty cool. I don't really get to... Uh, I probably can count on my hands how many times I've cried in 20 years, um, either in, in happiness or defeat. Um, you know, so you know that moment was uh, one of them when I when I kind of teared up a little bit. It was uh, it was I can't believe what's going on. Uh, tears. Thank you. <laughs> LeBron, you've already said that. You, you didn't come here to press, um, but we've talked about all the people that are here and all the emotion. You're dressed for the occasion. Um, did, did you come here tonight to, set, to make sure you set the record? Well, yeah, because my boys leave on a red eye tomorrow night, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I just had the mindset. I had to have a mindset, and I dressed for the occasion, like you said, and I put on a headband because that's where the journey started. And um, 
I would have had to pay for another room and a hotel for another night for my boys. <laughs> if I didn't do it tonight, they would have been there to stay till Thursday to try to watch this. So, uh, yeah, I'm very smart with this. Uh, this uh, no, nah, but I was, um, tomorrow's not promised. And, and if I had an opportunity to, to do it tonight and I, and I was going to, I was going to try to make it happen. And, I mean, I was still super efficient. I mean, I wasn't out there just gunning. Um, I was still super efficient. And, um, yeah, but I was able to get it done. Hi, LeBron. Um, even though you and Kareem are different types of players and scorers, what do you admire about what he did both to be a dominant scorer and have longevity in the league as well? I think you just said it. You answered the question, man. Um, he has the most unguardable shot in NBA history. Um, and it lets you know how unguardable and how unique it is because nobody has ever even tried it. You know, you, you, know, you have the fadeaway that MJ perfected. A lot of guys, you know, have added to their games. Um, you know, you, it's, a, it's a few shots in our, in our game that's like unguardable, but there's only one that nobody's ever tried to emulate. And, um, and you add that to his longevity, um, it makes him one of the greatest to ever played his game. LeBron, you said, I never imagined that this is where I would end up. I wasn't setting out to do this. So what were you thinking that first night in Sacramento, if you go back to point number one, about what kind of player you're going to be and what was ahead of you? Um, what well, can I go back to that to that night? It was um, I was super duper nervous. Um, I didn't show on my face, but I remember just sitting on the floor, you know, at Arco and um, before the game, and, and I was stretching, and you know, it was a lot of rules that was broken that night. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was so many cameras on the floor while I was stretching that shouldn't have been allowed, but, you know, I was a new guy in town, so I get it. Um, I, I was just super nervous. I, I, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to let my people down in my hometown. Um, and I knew the expectations that was on me that was like out of this world. I knew that, you know, there were so many people that was looking for me to fail. And um, so I kind of bottled that, all that, that that doubt from people and that that um, that that nervousness that I had, and just kind of like zeroed in and got back to saying um, I, I know how to play this game. Um, I was taught the right way how to play the game for ten years before I got to that point, and I know for sure that it works. You know, and I know a lot of people say, well, it was little league and it's AAU and it's high school, but one thing I've learned being in the NBA over 20 years that <laughs> there's a lot of people not teaching the game the right way. And I knew I came from a group of guys and a group of coaches that taught us how to play the game the right way. And no matter how many times I've heard or why didn't he take the shot or why did he pass to an open teammate or why did he do this or why did he do that, I never waver because I just I know for sure that it's the right way to play the game. So the 18-year-old kid was just super excited to just start his journey, and I didn't know what to expect, but I knew I, I belonged, and I knew I could I could play in this league with the big boys. Hey. Yeah. 
right here, LeBron. Congratulations. How do you feel Thank about you. the all-time scoring leader logo behind you? Oh, it's pretty cool, man. Um, they should have added a little powder above my head, though. But I, I get, I get, I get what they were trying to accomplish, though. But it, it's just to see my name up there, my last name, and uh, think about my family and my 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 two uncles weren't able to make it tonight. Uncle T, Uncle Kurt, love y'all. Um, you know, my family name is everything to me, and you know, anytime I leave the house, I know I'm representing more than just myself. You know, so. Um, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. I appreciate it. Congratulations, LeBron. Thank you. I want to ask you, you, you talked about being the man in the arena. You've been the man in the arena for 20 years now. Can you talk about a bit what this ride, I know the ride's not over. The ride still has a lot to go and many highs to go. What has this ride been like and what was it like to reach this point in this ride tonight? Um, this ride has been... Uh, it's been fantastic. Um, you know, we we have a place in our in our in our home, not in our hometown, but not too far away from our hometown in Sandusky, Ohio, called Cedar Point. And uh, every so every so many years, they they come out with a new roller coaster, and we've spent plenty of times going up and just testing out the new roller coaster. And uh, you know, many many highs, many loops, how fast it is, whatever the case may be, and you get off just feeling so much excitement and just feeling a, a like, I want to do it again. And um, I think my, my career has been like that. It's been like one of the great rides at Cedar Point in the sense that, you know, your stomach drop at times, you're excited, you're yelling, sometimes you can't, hold your, you can't, you can't breathe, you, but you always want to do it again, you know, and um, it's been a pleasure and an honor so far um, in my career um, within these 20 years that um, through the ups, through the downs, through the ins and outs, through the trials and tribulations, I've always um, maintained me. And uh, I've done it my way. Um, I didn't want to emulate anybody. I wanted to give praise to everyone that came before me. I wanted to acknowledge that I, I'm a historian of the game but I didn't want to emulate nobody. I wanted to be myself. And, um, you know, if you stay true to yourself, I think you always feel better about the outcome, win, lose, or draw in life. So, um, but it's been great. It's been great. And uh, I'm not going nowhere, but it sounds like I am. But, um, but I'm going to get something to eat. I'm going to go drink some wine. And then I'm going to drink some Lobos. <laughs> I'm probably not going to sleep tonight. So I will see y'all when I see y'all. And I hope y'all have a great time, too. Appreciate it. They said it was the last one, so, I mean, I think he probably would have dropped the mic there anyway, and that's what he did. Um, it could go on and on about LeBron and being the GOAT and back and forth. I, I know I said everything I needed to say. I have one last thing, and uh, uh, Good Morning America just kind of has a little little thing on, on LeBron as well, and uh, just one last thing on him, almost an hour in, but... I know LeBron fan out LeBron fans out there. I know they enjoy this, and and let's be honest, I kind of am too. But Good Morning America has the last uh, little bit.
Michaels one-on-one -on -one with LeBron James. You know overnight the 38-year-old celebrated an unforgettable night, breaking a record older than he is and becoming the NBA's all-time scoring leader. Michael spoke with LeBron ahead of making history about his future on the court and his family. It's one of those records that when you look at it, you go, nobody's ever going to touch that. Yeah. But you're about to touch it. That, that's, this is the record. LeBron James has shot in history. It's a record many thought would never be broken. The all-time NBA scoring record, one of the most revered records in basketball history. But four-time MVP LeBron James changed that last night. LeBron scoring the historic bucket, his 38,388th career point. His family, overjoyed, joining him on the court. Last week, with a little over an hour to game time, What's up, big boy? I met up with the King as he prepared to take on the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. One of the greats himself, breaking a record set before he was born. What does that mean to you? You know, the crazy thing is, man, um, I've never, I've had goals throughout my whole career, you know, on, 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 on the court. I wanted to be the rookie of the year, my rookie year. I wanted to be an all-star. I wanted to win championships. I wanted to be the MVP of the league. I wanted to be defensive player of the year. I wanted to lead the league in assists. I never, ever was like, I want to break the all-time scoring record. I, I, it's never, ever been a thought of mine. And the fact that I, I'm really, I'm like literally right here, it is, it's mind-blowing. So for you, breaking this record, do you think that solidifies you as the greatest to ever play the game of um, basketball? I, I don't know if the record does. The one thing I can tell you, Mike, is I've always prided myself on saying, I want to be the greatest to ever play this game. And that came from a motivation to myself, my drive to be the greatest of all time. But the road to becoming the GOAT isn't always paved in gold. Just last month, referees missed a game-deciding call for a foul made on LeBron at the Lakers-Celtics game. His reaction making headlines. And the game is over. Lakers furious, they thought he was fouled. I don't know if I've ever seen you that upset about anything. And then the referees made a public apology, which rarely happens. So what was going through your mind when you didn't get that call? What a lot of people have to understand that we've been on the other end of a lot of calls lately, you know, where instead of us being in the bottom half of the Western Conference, we'll be sitting in the top four or five seats. And these are plays that literally are win or loss. End of the game, it was a buildup. It wasn't just that call. It was everything that's been going on over the last few weeks with our ball club when we're scrapping. We're, we're trying to, you know, get into the postseason. We're trying to make something out of this season. And while he leads the Lakers on the court, he's got another big job at home, raising three kids, Bronny, Bryce, and Zuri, with his wife, Savannah. You're on the cover of Sports Illustrated, the chosen one. And then now, 20 years later, you're on the cover with your sons, man. Yeah, man. Bronny and yeah, Bryce. Man. And it says the chosen son. Yeah, man. You say you're looking forward to sharing the NBA court with Bronny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that means you're going to stick around for a few more yeah, years, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be around. I'll be around. <laughs> I told him, I said, listen, I did my part. Now you got to do your part. <laughs> I don't know how much longer, but you got to do your part. <laughs> what about Bryce? You'll be in year 26, 27. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, listen, listen. 
That's what I got to do. And what do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be that all my teammates and the people that played against me know I played the game the right way and I competed at a high level. I never cheated the game. I never cheated the game. I never cheated the process. But for me, off the floor, I think me having my own school in my hometown, me inspiring kids all over the world, being active in politics at times or social justice and, and things that goes on in regular life, those are the things that I hope people talk about as well because those are things that last forever. At just 38 years old, just a few years shy of becoming the oldest active NBA player, fans can't help but wonder, when will the king be hanging up his crown? No, I ain't there yet. I ain't there yet. My wife wished I was there, though. You know, but I told her I got a little bit more time left. A little bit more time left. Yeah, Savannah hopes that, yeah, but not, not the king. Um, he's from Akron, Ohio. My mother's from there, and I still have a lot of relatives. And I remember when they would talk to about, hey, this kid in high school, LeBron James, he's the best ever. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> and they were talking about him in high school. They were the chosen one to be mm -hmm. on the cover of SI like that. And for him to say that he wants to stick around to play with his son, that is something. Those are some big shoes to fill. But I, I love this story because it's you don't have to love sports to love his mm. story. It's such an accomplishment, excellence, drive, camaraderie. All right. And that school that he has back in Akron. It's incredible. It's something. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching. There you go, ABC. There, there is your sound credits. I, I'm not. I don't even have to give you any. You got it. There you go. Um, but anyway. Uh, that's uh, everything I have on LeBron. Almost an, an hour and in. Um, it's it, uh, I gotta I gotta move. I gotta gotta hurry up. Gotta take take my mom um, out and and enjoy some time before I gotta go to work. But uh, anyway, um, sons up next on uh, Big Sky Sports Talk. It took a lot for me to put. Um, you know, LeBron and all that on this podcast, put them first, a much bigger segment than this will be. Um, but I felt like it was definitely needed. Um, uh, so we, we talk sons, um, a lot of, uh, you know, what, uh, happened in the game. I, I pretty much already mentioned in the two minute warning, but I'll go ahead and, and, uh, mention it here. Uh, again, and just kind of go a little bit deeper into it, and then I got some uh, some sound uh, courtesy of Dwayne Rankin's uh, Twitter uh, profile and, and on the game uh, him uh, from uh, from the game that uh, that took place as I uh, stumble over my words. Um, a game that had you know twelve ties and thirteen. Uh, lead changes, or it was um, at least by my count was uh, back and forth. A game that should have been iced sooner, but if not for a couple of uh, um, errant uh, and really unnecessary passes from um, 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 Tory Craig, but it's a win nonetheless. One sixteen to one twelve. DeAndre Ayton he had a double double. Uh, a point a minute, 35 points, 14 of 18 from the field, 7 8 for, uh, at the line. Cam Thomas, his third 40 or more point game, 43 
Um, 11 of 23 from the field, 18 of 20 at the line. Uh, other part of DeAndre Ayton's uh, double-double, his 15 rebounds, 9 uh, defensive, 6 offensive. Um, Nick Claxton had a double-double. Um, he had uh, uh, 13 rebounds, 10 defensive, and 3 offensive. Chris Paul, 12 assists, 2 turnovers, 34 minutes. Um, uh, Royce O'Neal, um, six uh, assists, uh, one turnover in 29 minutes. Um, uh, first, the Suns, Cam Johnson, 29 minutes, six of 11 from the field, two, four from deep, five rebounds, two assists, 14 points. Um, Mikel Bridges, 37 minutes, eight of 18 from the field, two of six from deep, eight rebounds, uh, two assists, and uh, 21 points. Um, I already mentioned. Um, DeAndre Ayton, um, and, uh, Chris Paul, 34 minutes, three of 10 from the field, one of three from deep, two rebounds, um, uh, 12 assists, one point shy of a double-double for him, um, Devin Booker, 26 minutes, uh, it was about, uh, we're about on target for his minutes restriction, I think, uh, um, Monty Williams said about four to five minutes a piece. Uh, it's a little bit over, but uh, pretty close on target. Six of 15 from the field, two of eight from deep, four rebounds, six assists, and um, 19 points. Uh, Dario did not score, but he had a rebound. Um, for his credit, Ishwin Wright um, had three points. He was one of four from uh, deep. Um, and that was from the field as well. Two rebounds and an assist. Troy Craig, 25 minutes, uh, one of three from the field. Uh, 0 of two from deep, four rebounds and three points as well. Jock Landell, 13 minutes, three of four from the field, four rebounds, one assist, seven points. Damian Lee, 22 minutes, one of two from the field. Um, it was from deep as well. Uh, two rebounds, three assists, and five points. Saban Lee, 10 minutes, um, did not score, but had a rebound and four assists. And um, Josh Okoge and Bismack did not play coach's uh, decision. And then, of course, you have um, campaign still out with the uh, foot injury. It's been uh, well, well over a month now. Hopefully he'll be back soon. Uh, Royce O'Neal, 29 minutes, 1 of 6 from the field. It was from uh, the only shot he took was from deep, so 1 of 6 there. Uh, four rebounds, six assists, three points. Joe Harris, 24 minutes, 3 of 8 from the field, 2 of 5 from deep, 1 rebound, 2 assists, 8 points. Uh, Claxton, 17 points, um, his 13 boards, 3 assists, 8 of 11 from the field, and 33 minutes. Ben Simmons, um, 27 minutes, uh, one of two from the field, four rebounds, six assists, uh, only two points. And I felt like he got in the passing lanes quite a bit as well. I do want to read his uh, uh, steals. Uh, well, they only credited him with one, but he had a lot of – he got in the passing lanes quite a bit. And, and the Brooklyn Nets as a whole, uh, I felt like, uh, did. Um, I know I saw a lot of Nick Claxton – um, Nick Claxton, and that's who it was. He had three steals. Um, O'Neal had one. Um, Cam Thomas had one. 
Uh, Sumner had two. Smith had two. So, I mean, I just felt like there was a lot of tipped passes, a lot of uh, guys getting the passing lanes for, for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and they're kind of the reason for some a lot of the ties and scoring changes, to be honest. But um, Cam Thomas, 39 minutes, 11-23 from the field, 3 of 9 from deep, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. And his uh, 43 minutes. Former son T.J. Warren, um, 22 minutes, 6 of 10 from the field, 1 of 2 from deep, 2 rebounds, and uh, 17 points. Um, Sharp. Uh, 10 minutes, 3 of 4 from the field, 4 rebounds, 6 points. Patty Mills, he didn't score, but he had a rebound. Um, uh, Sumner had 16 minutes, 1 of 4, 1 of 2 from deep, 2 assists, 7 points. Smith, 12 um, minutes, 2 of 3 from the field, 1 of 1 from deep, 2 rebounds, 5 points. And then uh, Duke Jr., 11 um, minutes, 2 or 3 from the field, um, and um, 4 points. And uh, Dory and Finney Smith and um, Spencer Dinwiddie did not, uh, did not play. Um, so there's that. Um, team stats... I mentioned the two-minute warning. Uh, Suns dominated the boards, forty-eight to thirty-six, sixteen to five in offensive boards, and they had one more defensive board than the Nets with thirty-two and thirty-one uh, from the field. Forty-three of ninety-two, forty-six point seven percent were the Suns. Uh, Nine of thirty-one from deep, twenty-nine percent uh, at the line. Twenty-one of twenty-eight, seventy-five percent. Nets thirty-eight of seventy-nine, forty-eight point one percent. Uh, 9 of 28, 32.1% from deep, and then 27 of 31, 87.1%. Um, Suns, more assists, 31 to 25. Um, Nets, more steals, 11 to 10. Um, blocks go the Suns' way, 4 to 2. Turnovers, fewer uh, for the Suns, 15, only giving up 14 points. Um, and then um, this killed the Nets as well. 17 turnovers, giving up 26 points. Fast break points, uh, Nets had 19, Suns had 10. Points in the paint, 64 to 52 uh, for the Suns. And um, fouls, 21 uh, for the Nets, 24 for the Suns. Largest lead was 13 for the Suns. Largest lead for the Nets was uh, 5. Um, here is, um, Dwayne Rankin with, um, DeAndre Ayton after having another, um, big double-double, uh, 30 and 15 game, uh, are two, a second career and two in a row of 30 or more points and 15 or more rebounds. Um, so here is, uh, DeAndre Ayton. After the last game, you were going to get 30 and 20, and you get 35. I know that. Yeah, so it's just me. What's, you said the ankle is obviously feeling better. What's working for you right now? Everything, man. I, mean, see, I see what the people say about me. Um, I mean, I, I, had a, uh, I had a bad start of the season. Man, where it wasn't ankle injuries. It was some other sickness or some bull crap that got in my way. 
And this is more like an adversity type of season for me. And, you know, showing the type of player I truly am and me just sticking with it and just blocking out all the noise and the haters and all that stuff, just getting back to the things I do best. And, you know, that's just being dominant. You had said that uh, you felt it was an insult when teams switched. Yeah, man. it is an insult. You're not stick, sticking with the matchup. You're playing somebody three feet shorter than me. Is, yeah, that's embarrassing. So you got to punish teams that do that. And, you know, I think our team exhausts the issue. And we will punish teams if they think they're on the switch the whole, the whole game. I'm curious, is it, you're finding ways where I say you're at the top and then you'll fake a pass and then shoot and like they're like you're being moved around. How much are you enjoying that part? I mean, the team's throwing a lot of a lot of us, and we've been losing. So I mean, when we were losing and we didn't have nobody. Teams, you know, they thought they had us. And the thing is, you got Mikael Bridges building confidence. You got me building confidence in these losses, but. You know, individually we're learning and we're building up this type of confidence until we, you know, get back to real winning time with three and Buck and Cam Johnson, Cam and everybody back in the mix. We got two guys that have been taking some hits and it's finally learning and now we're in rhythm. Getting pretty dangerous and so now we're picking and choosing what we want to we want to do on the offense. Right. <laughs> well, y'all think I'm going to run with fake a pass and shoot it. Right. Nobody never seen that. Right. Especially that close to the rim. So it's just picking and choosing and the team's picking their poison because we're ready. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We done, we, done, we done got hit in the mouth every day. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I'm saying? We finally squaring up a little bit um, on this third game on this road trip, which is feeling fun. You know, we got a deep book. It's going to even be more fun. You know, today he was just trying to get a rhythm, but. um, He says he sees what people say about him. Well, I mean, DeAndre Ayton. The, these, you know, 30 or more points and 15 or more boards is something you can do every game. There, there's no reason why you can't. Um, I love, we, you know, as a fan and someone that covers his team, I love what he's done these last two games. And, and it, it's, you know, I love the aggressiveness. I love the focus that he's had. And he's been great, you know. Um, you know, starting to earn some of that money a little bit. Um, and he, if he can be more consistent, look out. I mean, this, this is all, all we've wanted of UDA is, is to be aggressive and, you know, get your, get your buckets, get your rebounds, do what big men are supposed to do. And you're so, you're such a, you can be such a dominant force. We just want to see it more often. Um, and and we love it when we do that that that's what you will start seeing if you if you are dominant um you can't just call yourself dominating um if you're not and uh we got to see more of it um devin booker also with uh Dwayne Rankin just talking about you know his uh first time out there in a little while that presence is and, you know, the team has it rolling right now, so just to insert myself in a way uh, that wasn't disrupted and try to keep the flow that they had. Challenges of the minute restriction, how much did that maybe even impact you? started well and then... Yeah, I think I got a couple minutes over, so you know, I can work with that. Hopefully we <laughs> keep pushing the line a little bit, but 
you know, I think every game I play kind of be like that until after All-Star break. Curious, you go to the line and you're so you leave so clutch there. How about, were you like, I got to make that second one and you don't make it? Yeah, man. Well, I've been injured. All I can do is shoot free throws. That's why I'm so disappointed in myself. I couldn't do any movement. All I do is go there and shoot free throws. And, you know, that was just, that was, a, that was terrible. You had said before about Aiden is that his rookie year that he was a 30 and 20. But well, the last two games he's been 30 plus and 15, 16 boys. Just what do you think of what he's been able to do? I mean, that's just what he's capable of. You know, I've always seen it in him. Um, you know, just trying to get him to assert himself that way every, every single night. Um, and, you know, he, he's, he's tough to handle, you know, when, he, when he's playing like that. And, you know, trying to be in his ear for, so he can be an every night thing. What do you think of Cam Thomas in there? I'm what he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, really special. You know, somebody that I've been watching since college, and you know, in his short stints that he got, um, his short opportunities that he got, and you know, that's what it comes down to. Um, having an opportunity, you take advantage of it. So, you know, I was in a similar situation um, where you're young and you, you know get to play through mistakes, and um, you know, it's just been incredible. It has been incredible uh, for Cam Thomas. Uh, but there's Devin Booker just said what I said about DeAndre Ayton. It's what he, he said it's what he's capable of. And he said, I'm going to try to be in his ear. And I think he's always in his ear about this. And, I, you know, DA, your your teammates, they they believe in you. You know, us fans, we believe that you can. We're frustrated that you don't. And it's 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 uh, ridiculous um, that you're that it's not like that all the time. Um, here and and last but not least, here's Monty Williams on DeAndre Ayton's uh, thirty-five and fifteen. We're going to have to go to that. <laughs> uh, I talked to we talked about it like that. That is something that we won. You're happy you won the game. You don't want to take that away from. Your team, when you win three on on the road in a row, um, it's hard. And we we had an idea that our rhythm might be a bit off. Um, a few days off here in New York, um, we gave the guys a couple days to just kind of decompress a little bit. So we thought we'd have some um, slippage, but down the stretch, we just felt like we could be much better as far as our passing against. Certain situations, but uh, on the other end, being able to execute the foul game um, when we needed it, that practice is important um, because you never know who's going to be in that situation. And we were able to you know, get rebounders and get passers and that kind of thing. And, and we have guys that are uh, willing to come to the ball and get fouled. And so, from that standpoint, um, you're happy about the execution on one end, but then we have to be better on the other end, especially when they, they trap Book and, and Chris to get the ball out of their hands. And obviously DeAndre, the 35, is, is obviously one thing and ties a career high, but the rebounding he got at the end, considering what happened in the Dallas game, how big was maybe that last position? I mean, it gave an energy to the bench that was pretty cool. I mean, those guys were losing their minds down there because it was just one rebound after another uh, in some of those possessions. And again, Coach Kevin is on DA all the time about finishing his roles so that he can be in position to punish teams when they switch. And they were switching a ton tonight, and that's, to me, the residual um, that you get. You have a bigger guy on the smaller guy to rebound. 
and um, you look at his numbers tonight, he has six offensive boards. So that's something that you know we've been pushing him to do. Um, he did a really good job tonight, 35-15. That, that's big-time numbers on the road. What you think? What you think of Booker overall tonight? He's, he was good. I mean, he's you know, obviously hadn't played in a while, and you know, for him to come out and hit those first two, you know, everybody. Love to hear the rest of that quote, unfortunately. Um, and I'm not big time enough for the Suns to send me the post-game um, press conference uh, to me directly like um, Doug Franz is. But, um, I mean, still almost 20 minutes of Suns. Not too bad. Um, and then right now, as we speak, we have uh, Matt Ishbia being introduced as the uh, Suns' um, new majority owner of the suns and the mercury so we'll have that um for tomorrow's show and um and then of course uh tomorrow uh tomorrow night uh some some games we got to talk about suns being one of them at the hawks and then um what was the other one i want to say is it asu no it's not asu they don't they don't play till friday Uh, i think um uh well that would have to Bring it down to, um, oh, it is. No, it is ASU. Okay, so, yeah, it is tomorrow. And then um, the 10th, that's right, Friday, um, Blackhawks. So, anyway, um, that's everything I have. Um, and uh, just like I said, giving LeBron his flowers, I and uh, felt like it was something that I needed to do. Obviously, took the majority of the podcast, but... Uh, I, you know, I'm fine with it. Um, catch the show on all platforms, really. Um, Spotify, Apple, Google, Audible, um, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher. Um, hit that bell notification so you don't miss out on uh, any show. Um, continue to tell your friends, your family, your neighbors, your enemies about the show. Word of mouth, share it on um, social media, whatever you prefer to do. And I appreciate the fact that you do any of that is uh, is great. And and I love it. And it is, uh, as I said, appreciated. Um, you want to email me for anything, you can. Um, BigSkySportsTalk at gmail.com. Um, get involved in the conversation. And um, maybe you want to shoot... Your, your greatest of all time, is it LeBron? Is it Bill? Is it uh, Kareem? Is it, uh, you know, who, who is it? Is it Kobe? Um, you can email me that if you want to or shoot a message on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Big Sky Sports Talk on Facebook and Instagram um, and uh, get involved in the conversation. I'm always looking forward to, to that. Um, and uh of course you can contact me directly if you know me directly but uh anyway um never opposed of any of that um again uh once uh i I said it a couple times but happy birthday to my mother Uh, let's get this thing uploaded and and, uh, enjoy some time together mom i appreciate you guys as always and until tomorrow um probably a, a heavy on um Matt Ishbia, and I'm excited to kind of go over that. Um, the, the new um, era, era, era has started. Until tomorrow, thank you guys.